Matt from P1. Freddie Hunt and Matt Gallagher Chuck, on the Chuck, F1 grid. Chuck Matt Gallagher in the Alfa Romeo. Let's see what he can do. If they can find a helmet big enough for his head, let's see what, <laughs> let's see what he can do. Hello and welcome back once again to Pit Stop, ladies and gents. Yeah. The Japanese Grand Prix is over. And we have a lot to celebrate. Yeah, let's just start clapping now. We start clapping now because there are a few things to celebrate this pod, mate. There's been a few major things. The first thing I would like us all to celebrate together is, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 69. Woo! Um... The second thing is Red Bull have won the Constructors' Championship two years in a row. Congratulations That's to Red mega. Bull. Is it only two years in a row? Yeah, two years in a row now. It's not three years in a row, no? No, they didn't win it. Uh, Abu Dhabi and Mercedes oh, did. Oh, God. Because remember, Bottas was absolutely flying that year. right Oh, Yeah, he was indeed, actually. Yeah, he pulled And if through. that's wrong, then that's a really bad start <laughs> to the podcast. But the third thing, Fab, you know what the third thing is. This one's going to need a build-up from you. This is going to need an absolute build-up because... The young lad that we had here on our podcast, only mm-hmm. at the end of last year, yep. is a darn sight different now to yep. what he was back then. He was a Formula 2 world champion, but we can now say that he is a podium holder yeah! in Formula 1. Oscar Piastri with third place at Suzuka. My God, what His a beast. His first ever podium in Formula 1. And let's not forget that he has just done that on a track that he has never raced at. His first time racing in Suzuka and he gets on the podium. That is remarkable. I mean, everyone is saying it. Rookie of the year, rookie of the year. But I I don't even know if there's ever been anyone that stepped into it and been this good this quick. Mate, it's almost like the, what do they call it? The Mandela effect or whatever the, whatever the fuck it is. It's like when you feel like something's happened before and it actually hasn't. I feel like Oscar's already been on the podium before. But that, I think that was in the sprint race, wasn't it? Or quali? He had an amazing sprint. Either way, yeah. Um, it's just been well-deserved, mate. And it's been building up. Like, mm. you've seen it coming. We've seen the potential in him. Um, it probably should have happened a few races ago. But, I mean, he's got it. He's he only got just got the, the upgrades, didn't he? Yeah. Now so. he's got the upgrades. What an absolute G, man. I do see a mini Verstappen. I, 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 I've said to a few people when I've been asked, they've said, who do you think will be the next world champion after Verstappen? I think Verstappen will win it for a few more years, but I do think it'll be Piastri. Mate, do you know what? I don't even... I wouldn't even compare him to Verstappen. Like, in a way, like, yeah, I mean, he's he's got he's clearly got it, but, like, he's a different driver to Verstappen, but in his own way, and I really like it. He's just very streamlined. Like, I feel like when Verstappen joined F1, he was kind of a bit all over the place. Like, you could see the potential, but he was a bit loose, Whereas Oscar just seems like really refined already. He's very focused, like Max. Like you said, where it's all about the racing, not worrying about what they're wearing and shit like that. Mm. And I saw it in the cooldown room after it. For the first time there, he looked excited. Like yeah. being on that podium, he looked excited. Because he, he is a very mellow yeah, guy, isn't he? and he was talkative. And he was proper getting involved in the conversation. And you could tell in his body movement that he was buzzing. But you would be. I mean, you dream of being a Formula 1 driver. You get your first ever Formula 1 podium. That is... It's amazing for him, but also amazing for McLaren. That team have come leaps and bounds. They've come a long way from where they were a couple of years back, yeah. They've, without a doubt, probably got one of, if not the best driver lineup on the grid. Like, Lando and Oscar together, that's a, 
just seeing them post photos together mm. holding their trophies and that like I do think Lando will help Oscar and I do think Oscar will help Lando I think Oscar's pushing Lando mate but it's funny you saying about that the uh, the conversation they were having in the cool down room yeah. was about how Max doesn't listen to podcasts he doesn't like podcasts does and I'm he? sitting here like what the fuck I swear he has a podcast. Does he? I think so. so. Everyone was like, he does loads of podcasts. I was like, I don't even know. Wasn't it a joke? Because he always talks. He talks a lot in the cool down room. Uh, well, I haven't really got I, no idea, to be honest. But, um, oh, well, at least, you know, Max not li- Max isn't listening to our pod. We can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> I don't think Max is listening to it, but I'd, love, I'd still love Max on, though. So it's a shame he doesn't like podcasts. Yeah, it is a shame. But a- As we know, Max Verstappen won again, which means there's a high chance he could win the World Championship in Qatar. He just needs, I think it's like 10 points in the sprint because we've mm. got a sprint race coming up. Cool. So, wouldn't you love to be there to watch that? I would love to go to Qatar, man. Qatar looks seriously hot. Fingers crossed we can work some magic and get out to another race at some point I would point love to see, year. I'd love to see, I'd love to be there when he seizes the world championship. That would be a Mainly for moment. the party afterwards. But. Maybe Oscar could win in Qatar. Maybe he could, mate. Who knows what could happen? It, it, was a, it was an interesting race, but to be honest, it was all about the McLaren's second and third. It was interesting because it kind of just reaffirmed our idea that Logan Sargent is trash. Logan Sargent is not... <laughs> Come on, let's not be that mean. He's not cut out for F1, I don't think, mate. And it, that's not to say that he's not a brilliant driver. Because as we know, as everyone knows, it's only, you know, a few tenths of a second that separate the whole grid. But there's a difference between time separating the grid and then someone just plowing straight into a wall. He did it in quali, I believe. He messed up Oscar's quali and he's done it again. In the race. <laughs> Look, there's only... Sorry, the quality was at Singapore. I will still. admit, there's only so much I can defend him. I mean, I always say, like... Oh, I'm so torn. Because he's so young that it's, like... It's so harsh to take his seat away from him now. Like, But then they did it to Nick. Like, you saw Nick DeVries get a seat taken away pretty ruthlessly. Like, that does just happen in this sport. And it's... Yep. It's a mad thing. Um... It's, it is hard to defend him when he hasn't got any points and Albin's able to pull something out of that car. Like, I, I don't think he's a terrible driver. I just think, where do Williams find these people? Like, <laughs> the TV sergeant. They find him in the smoking area of, like, Williams' <laughs> fucking <laughs> HQ. Like, oh, mate, do you want to drive for us as we Even, but we say, I look at Perez as well now. And I mean, we have said all year, episode after episode, that it's time Perez loses that seat. But after that weekend's performance, that was one of his worst races I've ever seen. Matt and Tommy say his worst race since Monaco. But either way, shocking. Like, and I just don't think that that's good enough. Uh, the team that's celebrating Constructors' Championship shouldn't be DNF in a car because it's lost so many rear wings, in a, front wings in a race. Yeah. Like, you, the driver there should be too good for that. And I, don't get me wrong, Perez has to stay on the grid. Because he's so important to F1, having someone from that side of the world. Mm, interesting. But, but just not in the best car. But we'll definitely get into that in today's episode. We will. we've got something special coming up. The whole fiasco with like George and Lewis, like they tried to do in that race what Carlos did to them in Singapore. When he was yep. giving Lando the DRS, you know. I've got it written because the Fab's notebook was kind of out. By the way, guys, we didn't record the kind of pre-race thing today. Uh 
for the race because it was like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, we didn't want to wake our neighbours up. You know what we're like. But also, I, would, I wouldn't have been great crack on the mic. I would have been boring. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, race has started. It wouldn't have, been, wouldn't have been fun. However, next race, we probably will do it. Yeah, of course we'll do it. Qatar. Yeah, of course we will. Lap 49, George was instructed to let Lewis pass. George was saying, let's do what Carlos did to us in Singapore. I'll give Lewis the DRS to help him defend against Carlos. So Lewis got through. He was then instructed to give DRS to George. And Lewis said, I understand. But then Carlos got through yep. on George, split them up. And then it was just, you know, complete fuckery from there. Yeah, Mercedes really. messed that up. Russell was right. Russell should have stayed in front. Because one, Hamilton's better at defending. Two, they were going to lose both positions anyway, really, because he had... Uh, signs had newer tyres mm. so they shouldn't have swapped it they would, would have you, been they would have been better off keeping Russell at the front to, to DRS Hamilton and not change it what do you think the dynamic should be with with these two at Mercedes do you think Lewis should like still be the kingpin yeah 100% Russell's still got so much to learn from Hamilton don't get me wrong Russell might be quicker in the car here and there but he's when it comes to racing I think it was shown in Singapore Hamilton would have won that race if he was in Russell's position I'm almost certain do you know what, though? It's, I'm kind of getting the vibes that, like, you and me and a lot of people kind of are seeing George as if he's, like, a rookie. Like, since joining Mercedes, know. you know? But he's been in, he's the, been sport in the sport for, for a long time. Five years, mate. Five years racing. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he shouldn't be making these little mistakes like he did in Singapore and everywhere else. And then he was, like, having a go at George, like, round, like, certain turns, which, like, I just thought, why are you even challenging your teammate around that turn? Because it's, you know, you I should be helping each other out. I think they're teammates, though. I do think they're like a really good fit of teammates. But then I do I could see that if their car gets quicker and they were competing for the win. Like when you think back to Singapore, George is quite lucky really that Hamilton didn't make a dive move. Like the team must have said to Hamilton, like, you've got to let Russell go for this or Russell's in front, you know, you take his DRS or whatever because mm. Hamilton didn't make a move on Russell. He could have, maybe. Mm. But, I mean, there was a train, wasn't there? So it was, DRS trains are hard to they are. hard to make. We know what they're like. One th- more, like one other thing I do want to touch on as well, which you and me were really confused by, was the whole Perez situation with the, the time penalty. Yeah, what happened? So Perez, uh, he retired from the race I think because he had damage to his car yeah so he couldn't carry on going so they rather than him like you know being you know the car being totaled and they actually had to bring him back because the car wouldn't go I think the car was still drivable potentially so he came back out after he was after he had retired um to serve a penalty now I didn't know that they could do that and like I remember I think Crofty and Brundle were going through like the the, the rule book of F1 and as of like still now that's okay to do that so he, he had didn't, a five second penalty didn't he yeah so he didn't have it for the next race so he came so you can serve a penalty so they retired the car and then brought him back out <laughs> that doesn't make much sense <laughs> that doesn't make Stop any sense mate I don't get it <laughs> I know that they I know something happened there I know I know that it wasn't like a bad retirement crash he just lost too many front wings like he lost two front wings and then Red Bull were like no, we're done today. Mm. Like that's a lot of money. The front wings are like I think they're like three quarters of a million pound each, like yeah, seven fifty. No, yeah, Qu- quarter of a mil. Well, the whole F one cars are eighteen mil put together. I think front wings one of the most expensive parts individually. Okay, now Adrian Newey's cashing out, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it all comes directly. He gets commission every every, every time they fit a new wing on the car. Agent's <laughs> like 
going down the bank. Ka-ching! Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what happens. There were so many DNFs. Alban DNF'd. Sergeant DNF'd. That not good for Williams at all. Stroll DNF. Perez DNF. And Bottas DNF. Five DNFs, mate. Mm -hmm. And with five DNFs, and with all the talk around who's going to be on the grid next year, we really did have to pick our own grids, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We um, we had to take it upon ourselves. We decided who we would want to see on the F1 grid in 2024. And it's from a fan's point of view. I have made quite a few swaps. Oh, yeah. Me too. Like, I think I've got one team where I kept it the same and that was it. Yeah. So more or less what we've done is every single racing driver we know or we think that should be on the F1 grid, we have rebuilt the 10 F1 teams of how we would love it to look next year. And we want you guys at home to send us your lists on Instagram at pitstop. Let us know what you think. Let us know if we're really good, if we're really wrong. Maybe we can get a poll going somehow. Yeah, that would that would actually be we could do it on our stories. Yeah, that would be fun. Because I think we could do ten we could really do ten strong. story frames for each team and see who we should do, let's do that. Let's put that how many drivers have you lost off the current grid? I don't know. I don't know. A couple. I think a couple. Well, I've lost five. Blimey. Five drivers on the current grid are gone in, in my lineup for next year. That's crazy. Well, should we start at Red Bull? Let's, yeah, let's work our way down. All right. Well, at Red Bull, I've still got Verstappen. Yeah, I've got Verstappen as well. And their second driver, I've got Lando. I've got Alex Albon. Okay. Now let's go to you. Why Lando? Uh, because even Max are friends I think Lando another young driver with a lot of potential still even though he's proven himself at the minute I think it would be great for the team to have two young handsome lads you know it would be great for Red Bull because Lando's loved and let's see what Lando can do in the Red Bull you know that's what I'm most excited about I think Lando would maybe be open to it because he is friends with Max but at the same time the McLaren is really quick now Lando's been there for so long the team is built around him maybe too long no, I don't know whether we want to go from a number one to a number two. Like, even though Oscar's good, Lando's still McLaren, really. Mm. Like, I don't think he'd want to lose that. Not when the McLaren's performing. It mm. may be if the McLaren was terrible. McLaren have been performing in the last two races, not all year. Yeah, but they're, they're, on, the, they're on an upward trajectory. This happens throughout F1, throughout season. Teams get better towards the end. Where has that Williams come from, you know? <sighs> Taking land up, McLaren's a crazy one. I haven't... I've, we'll go well, wait, through wait it. Wait till you see your car <laughs> McLaren, mate. <laughs> I've put Albon to Red Bull okay. because Albon has been really performing. I don't think he'd be much of a threat to Max, but I think he'd get more out of the car than Perez. He's been in the Red Bull system before. Like... Uh, they must hmm. know that he's got something. He, we always see Albon at every Red Bull event, even though he wasn't a, a Red Bull driver. Well, yeah, so you he's, would, wouldn't you? You'd be clinging on to that. Like, yeah, but that means he must love it. Like, if the opportunity arose. Course, Think about mate. Wings for Life and that. He's always there. Yeah, but everyone, if I was in a Williams and I got invited to a Red Bull event, I'd be there any day of the week. <laughs> you know, I'd be clinging on to that shit in the hope that they'd take me back. So I can see why Albon would do it. I feel like, you know... A Red Bull seat is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. He had his time. It didn't work out. Do you really, you really think, think you can't go back? I think there's other teams for Albon. Well, uh, we'll have to see where you've put him. Where are we going next? McLaren? Um, I've got Mercedes next. Okay, let's do Mercedes. Mercedes is pretty boring for me. I've just kept it Hamilton and George. Yeah, I've, I've kept, kept it exactly the same as well. Same. Ferrari? I've kept exactly the same. Have you? Yeah. So, you know, I've made a bit of a switch up. <laughs> yeah, I have. Switch it up, baby. Episode 69. I've kept signs. 
Oh, I think signs no, is. You've put Leclerc to McLaren. I think signs. Mm, I think signs is is has been performing. He's a bit of a different man since the summer break. I think he was a great driver anyway. Yeah. Um, and because he's Spanish, I've chucked him alongside Fernando Alonso. Oh, Fernando back to Ferrari, and you got two Spaniards. Going together. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Give Alonso that Ferrari back for a start. That would be a send off, wouldn't it? Mm. Wow. And you got two Spaniards, just like you got two Frenchmen at, uh, at Alpine. Wow. Alonso back to Ferrari. Alonso back to Ferrari, mate. Well, I'm curious about Leclerc, though. So, should we go to McLaren? Okay. Well, what if, you've obviously put Leclerc there, surely. Well, who have you got a Ferrari first? I've kept it the same. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. I don't think they need to change their lineup, but mm. I I could definitely get behind Alonso yeah, with Sainz. Yeah, I'm sure you could. McLaren. I've kept Oscar. Yeah. I think he needs you know another year, another couple of years in the McLaren maybe, and you know the car's good and he's great, so it's fine. Second driver, I've got <coughs> Freddie Hunt. Freddie <laughs> Hunt. Freddie Hunt deserves a shot in F. Yeah, the geezer hasn't even got a super license, let alone super license points. Freddie Hunt in the McLaren. Let him live out a couple, like a, at least a couple of races. I want to see him in the James McLaren. Stepping it. I feel like Freddie, as soon as he steps into a McLaren, this beast would just come over him and it would be, it would be his dad, you know, and he'd be there and he'd just be like... You know, and he'd be putting it in. He'd be putting those. The fact that you've got room to put Freddie Hunt in the grid is crazy because <laughs> I've had to re- lose five drivers because I don't have any room. I mean, my McLaren lineup has stayed exactly the same, but my other teams is where it starts to get crazy. Like, there's just a complete switch up now. So, where should we go next? After McLaren, mm. you want to go Aston? Yep. I've got Dragovic and Alonso. Okay. I've kept Alonso at Aston Martin. I like that. I like that. And I've pulled Dragovic in. Because I've also pulled Dragovic in. But who's he with? Alex Albon. Ah, Albon to Aston. Albon with the step up, stepping up into a better car. I don't even know at the moment. Well, (laughs) I'd say (laughs) probably pretty even. Better than the Williams. I think he'd be a nice step up for Albon. A nice place where he can, again, prove himself. If he was going to have any chance of that Red Bull seat coming back, step into that Aston Martin, see what you can do. And he's alongside Felipe Dragovic, mate. Dragovic on the grid would be special. I think Albon's... I think Albon Red Bull, mate. No messing around with Aston Martin. I need to go for a wee really fucking badly. Yeah, do you? Yeah, really badly. All right, I'll keep the people entertained while she goes Are you going to keep it wrong? Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to say, though. Okay, good luck. I'm going to go for a long one. No, don't make it too long. How is everyone? Happy Monday. How's your week going? Um, Put a clap in if it's shit. Uh, I don't know what to do now. It's really awkward when you're on your own. Um, uh, I've been playing Call of Duty again. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know what else to say. I hope that might be up. I'm getting really nervous now. <laughs> It's a lovely sunny day in London. Fab has put the plants on the balcony. The plants are getting a little bit of light. Make sure they're nice and green. Well, thank God you're back. Who's going to want to listen to that? I have no idea what to say, mate. Right. (laughs) Who's next? Who's next? Alpine. Alpine? Yeah. I've kept it the same, mate. Ocon and Gasly. I've kept Ocon. I'm a bit stuck with these two drivers. I'm not really... I couldn't really figure out where else they kind of deserve to go. I mean, I would love if 
I had a reason to put Gasly somewhere else because I do. I think he's a bit of a cool guy, um, but I just don't. Instead, really you see thought Freddie Hunt and the McLaren. Yeah, I just don't really see him going anywhere else. Like he, he hasn't really. You know, the car hasn't been great anyway. But yeah, the 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 two of them, they haven't really been doing too much for me personally. So I don't think they're bad. I think they should go. I just don't really well, see Ocon them going got anywhere a podium else. podium this year. That's pretty massive. Yeah. In Monaco as well. Yeah. I've kept Ocon. Yeah. But Gasly's off. And Gasly's off for the simple reason of what we saw this weekend in the clip that wasn't shown on TV. Gasly and Ocon had a big old argument in Japan, didn't they? For switching positions that they didn't show. They did, Gasly was pissed, like seriously pissed. Gasly was screwing, yeah. It wasn't on TV. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out online. I'm sure it's on Twitter or something. And we know that they've had beef. And I think they would have like squished it, squashed it to like become teammates. Yeah, they squished it to become teammates. I don't think you But I think it's always been there. I don't think you can squash a deep-rooted rivalry. No, I think it's as soon as it's come back now. And I think it's there, so Any I'm taking Gasly straight out. Any little thing, you know. So I've got Ocon and Bottas at Alpine. Right. And then that's tough because I was going to take Bottas off the grid. But it's kind I of thought a, that's a little bit of a step dance. up for Bottas. Yeah, that's yeah, a bit of a step up. Yeah, it is. I kind a little of, bit. Yeah, a little bit. I kind of thought one last dance for Bottas. He's a good driver. He's got a lot of wins, a lot of podiums. He was amazing at Mercedes, but he's just not able to extract anything out of that Alfa Romeo. Like, you don't even see him. I can't even remember the last race I've watched where I've watched Bottas, mm. where it's been like, Bottas is doing an overtake, Bottas no, is no. doing this. Like, I don't even know if it's happened this year. And he got barged in knee this weekend, I think, or something happened. No, yeah, it's just not happened. So, yeah, Alpine, I've gone Ocon and Bottas. All right, fair enough. Well, um... Let's go with Alpha Tari. Okay. I've got I've I've still kept it Yuki and Danny Rick. I've also fair. kept it Yuki and Danny Rick because it's confirmed for next year, so you know, it's just, yeah. it's not going to change, is it? So in the Williams, this is where we start to get crazy. So Williams have currently got Alex Alvin Logan Sargent. I mean, I don't think it's any surprise that Logan Sargent isn't on my grid at all. Logan Sargent isn't on mine either. Um, and Alex Alvin I've put to Aston Martin. So Williams has two free seats, mate. So I've chucked in Liam Lawson. Yeah. And I've chucked in Mick Schumacher. I've done exactly the same thing. Williams, Lawson and Schumacher. That means we're in sync. Yeah, because Mick, you know, the Mercedes ties, it would be easy for him to go there. It would be move for him to make. Liam Lawson deserves a seat. And if Williams do have this, like, five-year plan to kind of get towards the front of the grid again and, and, you know, improve the car, then I'd be happy for Liam to kind of be along for that journey. I'm exactly the same. But if Liam Lawson doesn't get that Williams seat and Albon stays at Williams... Liam Lawson to Red Bull with Max is what I've also put. So either Albon or Lawson with Max. Right. I I strongly don't think Perez will be there next year now. Even though they've renewed it. Like a bit of me mm. just thinks like I just you know, can't Marge see it fucking, He's courageous and you he does what, what he Red wants. Red Bull are like. Like they are ruthless. Mm. If they even get a sniff of there being a better opportunity. Like I don't know. Have a, having a Mexican driver on the grid is massive so. So who have we got see. left? We've got Alfa Romeo and Haas. Yeah, okay. Who have you done Alfa Romeo? Alfa Romeo. I've put Charles Leclerc. Back to Alfa Romeo? Yeah. I think he's a bit too good to go there at the moment. <sighs> I've just, I've demoted him, mate. Really? I think he, yeah, probably friends with quite a lot of the Alfa Romeo team. He's, I've demoted him down. Well, the old Alfa Romeo principal has now gone to Ferrari and now he's going back to Alfa Romeo where yeah. the principal won't be. I did have a reason in my head and I've forgotten it. Him and Roof are friends? Potentially, yeah. Um, I don't know why I've done that. But Who's he with? 
Matt Gallagher. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Matt from P1. Freddie Hunt and Matt Gallagher Chuck, on the fun grid. Chuck Matt Gallagher in the Alfa Romeo. Let's see what he can do. If they can find a helmet big enough for his head, let's see what, <laughs> let's see what he can do. Because Matt's, you know, pretty decent on the sim. He's one, two, three, four, five. He's sixth on our leaderboard. And the only people in front of him are actual racing drivers. So he's top of the non-racing drivers. He's even got a few racing drivers behind him. He is. He is With fine, a 106, mate. 212. We saw how much it meant to Matt to go around in that Renault, however many years ago that was. Mm. And he cried afterwards. So fucking let's give the guy another chance, mate. Let's give him, an, like, put him in an Alfa Romeo. Fab, you need a super license to race in F1. Freddie Hunt doesn't have a super license and Matt doesn't have a super license. Well, mate, I'm living in a bit of a dream world, but this is what I would love to see next year. Okay. <laughs> At least you're being honest. Yeah. I've got Porsche and Joe. Porsche okay. deserves it because he's going to win F2 pretty much. Yeah. Joe's not going anywhere. Like, no. They've renewed the contract. No. Joe's gone for me. You've took Joe out? Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, I have. Fair enough. I have. Should we finish with Haas? Well, yeah, it's the final team, so it makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I've kept Harkenberg. Okay. And I've chucked Teo Porcher in the second. In Haas? Yeah. I've gone for Gasly and Perez. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, you didn't expect that, did you? Perez and a Haas. Yeah, because Perez needs to stay on the grid. If Perez is doing that in a Red Bull, then what the hell do you think he's going to do in a Haas? I don't know, but there's that weird thing James was saying. that To some drivers, it doesn't matter whether you're in the quickest car. Like, there's a certain group of drivers that can extract a lot out of a slow car. I don't think Perez would necessarily... I don't know if Perez is benefiting from having a quick car, is what I'm saying. Like, I reckon he could probably extract the same out of a medium car. There's a lot of extraction going on. It's be- is that because we were watching Saw last night? Yeah, I've never seen Saw before. That's awful. We have to ex- watch a f- How many more is there? Oh, there's like five, I think. We're up to Saw 2. Did you see the ending, though? I don't Wait. think you saw the ending of the last one. Someone died. Well, yeah, obviously. Everyone fucking died. Well, that's a guess. I didn't see the ending. The ending is so good. Bro. It was enough for me when someone get locked in a fire, mate. I'm and out. Donnie Wahlberg. You could see how, I mean, we're digressing here, but you could see how the first one was such low budget, and then the second one, they got Donnie Wahlberg, they're like, yeah, a bit more cash. Who's in the third one? Uh, Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly. <laughs> so, there you go. So, yeah, Logan's gone, Sargent's gone, Hulkenberg's gone, Magnussen's gone, and Stroll's gone for me. For me, Checo's gone, Stroll's gone. Sargent. Um, Sargent was gone, Bottas is gone, Joe's gone. That's five for me, I think. Any more? I missed that anymore? No, I don't think so. So we both... I don't know... Obviously, these are never going to happen, but curious to know what those at home Mate, listening... would that. Who, ...where you would move things around. I mean, it would only take one big move to snowball it, and for me, it would be Red Bull replacing Perez. That would be the snowball, the domino move, hmm. because whoever they pull, that would start the domino, because they'd pick a good driver. Unless they pick Lawson, who's nowhere. Then yeah, they played no dominoes domino. before. Quite a few times. You have to match your numbers up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I used to play that with my nan. Good oh. old Domino's, eh? Domino's pizza as well. Yeah. Proper proper decent. Actually, no, it's not. It's terrible. Domino's pizza sucks. I love Domino's. Domino's is awful. Why? It's just not even pizza, mate. <laughs> Domino's is amazing. Much better than Papa John's. And you like Papa John's? Nah, I don't like Papa John's. Papa John's is shit. God, negative Nelly on this Monday unless, today. Unless, unless... shit. Domino's is shit. They are shit, mate. I'm so negative. You want to go somewhere else like, um... I don't know, off the top of my head, Pizza Bella. Pizza Bella! Don't go to Ask Italian. Why? Because they're not Italian. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, unless any of them want to sponsor the pod, then I fucking love them <laughs> so much. I do love Domino's. Well, ladies and gents, we hope you kind of enjoyed our little F1 grid there. Like we said, please send us yours in the DMs. We'd love to see a few of you do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. send us your like full racing lineup. It's a bit fantasy, and obviously we're not expecting them to happen. I mean, the ones that I do think should happen is Lawson needs a seat, so it'll just be interesting to see where he goes. Yeah. And I definitely think Sargent will be gone. And I think we could lose an Alfa Romeo driver, but they, Joe's locked in and I don't know about Bottas. So let's see. I do wonder how much power kind of the media and like the Netflixy kind of people have over the sport, you know, and whether that could be something for F1 to consider when thinking about next year. Like if they have seen a drop in viewings since the massive wave and hype mm-hmm. that there was a couple of years ago, if it has dropped a bit, which like, you know, it wouldn't, it would make sense if it had, it would be silly if it hadn't because of that, that huge surge. But now if they do want to keep the numbers up and ultimately the money up, which they will do, then I wonder if they might make some rash decisions with mm. drivers i don't know how how it works i don't know who really has the power i don't think anyone does know who has the power really it definitely ain't christian horner no no That's he'll be sure. told he'll there's be... other people pulling strings i mean they'll have an opinion and get a bit of a choice but yeah if, if someone else decides someone's going to that red bull seat i'm sure that christian isn't there no it probably comes down from a chain right I guess so, yeah, who knows. But, but that's the crazy thing about this crazy world of Formula One, Fabs. Something I do know is that we've got a couple of guests coming. We do. We've got film one on Thursday and maybe another one before that. But big week. Mega. Big week. Maybe a big week next week as well. Wink, wink, hash, hash. Yeah, who who knows? Hashtag that. Hashtag could be good. It could be tea. <laughs> Ladies and gents, <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Pit Stop. Um, please rate it five stars. Have a fantastic week. Make sure you enjoy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, me and Fab are going to end the podcast now, but thank you for listening. And um, rate it five stars and like button. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good. Goodbye. Ta-ta. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Back away.